0: Well, good day, and welcome to another podcast here at Crossroads Community Church. Eddie Hammond and Steve Hollis with you, and we are glad that you've joined us today, and uh, really grateful for the fact that um, we didn't get completely snowed out this last Sunday. (laughs) We were able to meet the second service, and and I kind of wanted to take this time to kind of a brief Oh, let's just make it an advertisement, so to speak, or announcement. That if you want to ever check out a service that was uh, in the past and you want to see the whole service live, you can go to www.crossroads98.com, then forward slash L I V E live. So uh, you can do that, and then what you'll normally see is once you get to that page, whether you're on the mobile. Um, cellular phone, uh, that way if you have a smartphone, or whether you're on the web itself, uh, you can go to that page and you'll see a blank screen with a play button. That's where you'd normally see our 9 and 10.30 a.m. services on Sunday mornings. But if you ever want to see one of the old older um, sermons, or the the whole services actually, you can go to the archives tab. And you can look up the uh, the message or the service that you want to see. And uh, even the music is on there. And and uh, So anyway, just wanted to kind of plug that a little bit. So Eddie, it's good to be here with you. I'm glad you're here with me. And uh, it's good yeah, to see thanks. you. Thanks, Steve. Uh, this last week, uh, we talked about uh, singles. You talked about singles and brought a message to us. I'm going to pray over this podcast right now. But uh, after that, I want you kind of wrap some things up. We've got some things to talk about that. Heavenly Father, thank you for our time together. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for what you're doing in our lives and in this community. Father, we're talking about uh, singles today and we're talking about lives that are impacted um, by at times being lonely and at times uh, wondering what their lot in life is. But Lord, you have directed them according to their, your plans at times, and sometimes those plans change and and uh, they meet someone. But Lord, um, I pray that our podcast today will shed some more light on what you have in store for singles and your plan for them. So thank you for meeting us here today. Holy Spirit, lead and guide and direct us as we go and talk about these very things. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, Eddie um talked in our message or in your message and in the service um Sunday about God's plan for singles. Can you uh, kind of share a little bit more about that and kind of dive in and we'll talk a little bit about that.
1: Well, you know, one thing about it I think uh, a lot of times singles feel left out in a lot of different areas and uh sometimes we they almost think there's maybe something wrong because they're single, but God doesn't say that. Paul really brings that out. He gives advantages, actually, to being single rather than being married. And that's kind of what we talked about. And I know uh, a lot of times people get married and then they wish they were single again. But then Paul, (laughs) in that same vein, says, if you're married, stay married and do everything within your power to stay married, actually. So one of the things he says, staying unmarried is desirable, but it isn't demanded. You know, God doesn't hold that to us. But then... He goes into these four advantages uh, that uh, uh, single people have. And the first one is singles will encounter less distress from a hostile world. And he goes into the whole concept that uh, a few years after he wrote 1 Corinthians, uh, the Roman Empire with Nero at its head started burning Christians and feed him to lions, mm-hmm. and, um, all manner of things like that. So Paul was saying, and, and even in today uh, with uh, with persecution that Christians have in some parts of the world maybe not so much here but nonetheless that if if you've got a wife or a child that you you're concerned about um, you can see the distress in that when you see them mm. suffer but if you're not married you don't have that. Right. that was the that was the first one The advantage too is singles will experience fewer difficulties on a personal level um, because Paul was emphasizing so strongly the value of staying single and and that's He says, many unparried people look at singleness and see only the weeds. They only look at the downside of it. But Mm -hmm. a large number of divorces today is a telltale sign that marriage provides anything but an idyllic pasture. A lot of people think when they get married, it's going to solve all these problems. But here are some problems that marriage won't solve. And like you said, loneliness, sexual temptation, satisfaction of one's deepest emotional needs, and elimination of life's difficulties. That. A lot of times people think marriage, but it doesn't. Marriage alone does not hold two people together, but commitment does. And that's right. commitment to Christ and, and to each other. Then the third advantage with singles can expect fewer distractions from time spent on spiritual matters. And that is true. If you've got a family, you, you, you've got your spouse and you've got your kids. And I know a lot of people with children are, spend a lot of time with their kids, and that's a good thing. But nonetheless, Paul is saying that if you were single, you wouldn't have that. You could devote all that time to Christ. Um, and 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 the last one is this uh, number four. Singles can enjoy greater concentration in their relationship with God, and that's that's and that's what Paul said. He said you you can uh, d- devote yourself to Christ and have a lot more uh, t- time uh, serving Him. Actually, but the the problem is not not the whole uh, majority of singles see it that way, All right? I think a lot of them, like, like us, and that, that brings in that whole, excuse me, that concept of us being uh, egocentric or taking care of our own needs, or we believe that the world revolves around us, and it's all about me, but it, and that's but that's not the point. Paul said, if you're single, you've got all this time to devote to Christ, and mm-hmm. that's why I brought up my friend Siona that has done that, a young, right. young single woman out of college, and uh, she's not with that other path she's married to christ in a sense and she's going different places in the world and serving him she's kind of a hero right now mm-hmm. as far as that goes because that's mm-hmm. what she's doing she set aside everything else in order to do what god wants her to do so uh, she's a rarity and uh, i wish she was one of the majority but it's, it didn't work out that way and then he, uh, in closing that message, I said I, I gave some commands for single. And the first one is rejoice, thank God for your singleness. He's got you there for a reason. Reverse, rechannel your energies instead of using them to look for a marriage partner, advance your career, use them to give totally to God. And then the third one was relax, quit hungering for the grass on the other side of the fence. And that's what I, I, I started out this message talking about that. Because sometimes we do we see that that grass on the other side of the fence, and that looks more inviting actually but then once you get over there it's not near as tasty as you thought it was actually
0: right so right well in this world this day and age um we look at the different levels of when we see singleness and maybe we can address that a little bit we see it at uh oh in the the later teens, you kind of are recognized as a single. You look into your college years, um, and then those maybe those early twenties, and and then of course there's um, a few that you you see in the midst You kind of stand out um, in their thirties and maybe forties. But uh, then you see then later on in life those that um, those widowers or those widows that. That uh, are single and 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 so when we look at that, we have to address different seasons of life. Even when we're talking about now, mm-hmm. we just encompass talking about you encompass talking about uh, God's message towards singles and 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 how He uh, can set them apart for His His care and for His direction in the kingdom. But man, talk about those frustrations. Being very very strong, especially as maturity and and adulting, the way that uh, it's being said um, nowadays in the young younger generation, the adulting that goes on, that that those temptations and those urges and those things of whether you would, you'd said the sexual uh, temptations or the uh, temptations of of loneliness of of despair even at times and. Um it is a big, big issue, bigger than I think that sometimes we want to even recognize that's happening, that leads kind of some down some roads of, uh, like I said, despair, but uh, um, times of, of struggle, big-time struggle for people. And what I'm getting at here is that if we were to separate it right now and talk about that younger generation— and think about what they're doing to combat that. You and I um we didn't stay single that long once we were in that you were married when? I was married when I'm I was twenty and I'm sixty eight, so
1: yeah. I've been married a lot a lot longer than I've been single. Yeah. I don't even know what remember what it's like to
0: be single. Yeah. That's the point. That's Yeah, I was married when I was twenty one. So um, I know that individuals now, in fact, I think don't we see that that almost the trend that the majority kind of wait longer? Oh definitely. And yeah, and exactly. in that, let's just say even the whole twenties, all of the twenties, I I think the majority of the singles people are, are that that are maybe looking to get married or seeing if they're going to stay single or just whatever the case. It's not that they assume they're going to get married. I guess that they maybe go through times of, of figuring that out and, and checking that out. But that, that it's in the 20s a lot of times, mm-hmm. and that um, maybe later in the, in the 20s, 27, 28. But anyway, so let's just say a decade of adulting and being single and focus on themselves and all of that and those struggles that that they see and that they come up against and whether it's in college whether it's um in the work a day it is a big big thrust of satan to try to attract them into certain areas of temptation certain areas of of uh, desperation even at times, like I'm not whole if I'm single. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yet what we're finding out through this message is that God is saying, wait a minute, I can use you. In fact, I can use you with great strength mm-hmm. if you'll just focus your life upon me. You said, you know, it's not that he's intending you to be a nun or a monk or to you know, take right. you away but these areas in which God focuses in. So what we do these podcasts for are to kind of talk about the relevancy of life for those young people and being single and being in college and being thrust into the world that way. Eddie, you and I didn't stay single for too terribly long, but how can we kind of impart some wisdom during maybe that decade of their, their life as maybe some of them are going through that single time. I know that it's in the Word, that's for sure, to stay in the Word. There's a lot of wisdom that's drawn from that. But however, how, how are some other ways? I've got some ideas, but I, I just thought I'd it. Well, toss it your way a little bit too. It's almost every
1: uh, time we get together, and it, it always goes back to our relationship with Christ. But you've got to have a support group. That's I, think a, that's the, I think that's huge. Uh, people that's like-minded, maybe kind of, I always say, being in the same boat or whatever. But I think that's why uh, followers of Christ the singles need need to be together mm-hmm. because they can share. Because they have the same concerns, the same issues, so to speak, same temptations. And they can help each other see how they've overcome them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, you know, in my life, it's saying, help me, Jesus, about a thousand times a day. But yeah. it's just it's just aware of Christ is there. It, it's when you let down your guard and you don't consult him and you just kind of stumble through life without ever, you know, you, you could go days or weeks or months and, and hardly ever acknowledge his presence. I and mean, that's dangerous. It's dangerous territory. It's a dangerous place to be. It's the fact right. that you are conscious of Christ 24-7 which is hard to do, but it's within us. We've got the power to do that because the Holy Spirit's in us. Right. It all depends on how much of, of God that we want, actually. And it, learning to overcome that old nature through the power of the Holy Spirit and saying, help me, Jesus, that's what helps me. Right. Not
0: that I'm always successful, but you know, he always brings me back. Yeah. I think that support group is what I was going to mention as yeah. well. And I think to get a little bit more defined in that area, we can just say this. We know how important it is that if you're finding yourself in a support group, and it's both females and males, to be very, very careful in that setting. Don't take advantage of that exactly. setting. Don't um, utilize it. In fact, I would almost suggest, and I'm, I'm sure that you would too, that if you find yourself in a support group, you would find, us or support friendships, right, that they would be one. They, they would they would be like a one on one or like uh, men to men. Yeah, it's like females accounta- to females accountability uh, partner that mm-hmm. that you
1: could you can get hooked up with a, when you're having a temptation. You could text them or call them, right, or tweet them or do well. You wouldn't want to tweet because everybody'd know it then, but. <laughs>
0: But you sure get a message you know to what them. I'm saying? Sure.
1: Say, you know, really pray for me right now because I'm I'm really struggling. You mm-hmm. don't even have to tell them what it's about, right? But the fact is that you'd have them pray or have that support group uh, in that because uh, it's it's tough enough going through life as a follower of Christ with a lot of support. But man, if you're trying to do that by yourself, that's a that's a tough gig, right? Uh, Bill Hybels wrote a book years and years ago that has really this title stuck in my mind and I think it applies maybe more to singles than even married people to a degree, but it, the title of it was, Who Are You When No One's Looking?
0: Right, right.
1: I think single people have a lot uh, a lot more time to be alone mm-hmm. uh, that way, because with a the spouse, they're always checking you out and seeing what you're doing and want to know where you're at, and that's a good idea, but nonetheless, I think
0: that's, uh, who are you when nobody's looking? I think right. that's a I think another thing too, and don't, and, and I would suggest this that don't be afraid to look up a, um, like if you're a single man to look up a married man right. to help have mentoring from, to, to ask if you could be mentored or you could be, and then I'm and I'm still stuck into the younger single generation is what I'm referring to. But uh, a leader that you know that you can trust, a godly man. Uh, or on the other side, uh, a godly woman from for a female, and to get direction from them. And the reason why I'm saying that is sometimes when you're a single and you get direction from a married individual and you can you know do coffee and, and talk about some of these temptations, it's not that that other person is not going to understand. He or she is going to understand to some extent because they've been single before uh, it's just that they can glean from areas that some of the other single support group or mm-hmm. friends might not be able to and they could help you along but I' tell you look uh, as you look into these mentors and this support group just really truly seek God's wisdom mm-hmm. uh, ask for the Holy Spirit's leading and guiding in that area. Tell you It's so important, I believe, uh, just as you said, to have that support group. And if you can't find one, uh, come to the church and and even ask us leaders, and uh, we would probably have some idea. And, you know, um, in the community and in the area and in other churches as well, uh, we find that there are some some support groups that are specific for that. Now, I just kind of wanted to bounce forward a little bit. you know, with with our widowers and widows, um, it's so important. I just want to touch base on this lightly, that it's one thing to grow old when you're some, with someone, but it's entirely a different thing mm. when you're growing old by yourself. Yeah, exactly. I need our listeners to pay attention to understand that when we know of a widower or a widow that we are to pray for them or to to help them, you know, the, the passage of Scripture says, look, when you help the homeless or the down and out or the widows, you're helping me. Mm-hmm. And so how important it is for us to really pay attention to that because that despair factor at that time, feels so heavy that they're all alone mm-hmm. and I believe that we, we really need to pay attention their life is not done it's not and if you are a widow or a widower listening to this right now uh, we want to encourage you to continue to run the race to continue to, to uh, let God use you mm-hmm. and to uh, continually Re-energize your spirit through the Holy Spirit, and uh, you got anything on that that you want to say? No, I think that that pretty much covered it, Steve. That, okay. that, that'd be a tough place to be. It really yes. is, and there's a lot, a lot of them that's in that situation right now. Yeah. Well, can you pray over um, the singles in our in our community and in our church, Father? We love you, and we just lift this message up to you. And some of the advantages that Paul
1: said, Lord, that, that maybe. Uh, folks that aren't aren't married might take that to heart. They might seek your uh, leading in that God and that you might lead them into the place where you'd have them to be. And if that place is marriage, Lord, so be it. But nonetheless, it's just the fact it comes down to us being obedient. So right now, Lord, and I pray for those that have lost their mate and are alone, that... uh, Holy Spirit, you would fill that void in their life that you might lead them uh, to a group as well, Lord. They might help each other through life, which uh, really needs to happen within the body of Christ. So I just pray uh, pray
0: for them right now and ask all these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, as we wrap up our time, um, who's going to be preaching this next week? Uh, Pastor Jeff Rocky from over in Bloomfield, Indiana. Okay, so we've got a guest speaker, and I know Jeff, you know Jeff, and uh, just a, a real neat guy, and we're looking forward to having him with us. So we're not going to talk too much about that right now, but my plan is to meet with Jeff next week and to have a podcast with him. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun, and, and hopefully we can get together with that. And the last thing I want to do is I, I want to take these, these cards that I had asked people to write blessings on their cards and to turn them in. we got a neat pile, but today we're not going to read them all because there was quite a few. Uh, But I gave uh, some to Eddie and myself. And uh, Eddie wants you to read a couple, and then I'll read a couple. And uh, these are from miscellaneous people. We're not going to say their names, but um, miscellaneous people about sharing their blessings. Uh, This card says, I'm thankful for.
1: I don't have to be the Savior. I already know the one who took that job. (laughs) Here's another
0: one that says, thankful for my husband. That's awesome. I got one, thankful for my church and how God works in it. Another one says, I am so blessed with a happy, healthy family. I'm thankful for my
1: family, health, and the life God has given me. I'm thankful for this church and Pastor Eddie.
0: Diane probably wrote that. (laughs) I am thankful for the way God is moving in my life. He has me stepping out of my box. I'm nervous, excited. Wanting to make the right decisions. But I know God will guide me through every step. I can't wait to see what he has in store for me. I'm thankful that God has led me to crossroads. I'm no longer lost. That's a good one. Thankful for God's grace and forgiveness, peace and love. This next one says at the top, Thank you for the midweek podcast. They are truly a blessing. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) Thanks appreciate to sharing that because yeah. you know sometimes we don't get a response on it but you know what I, I will say this though I say that and yet every week we have had somebody say thanks guys for doing that Can yeah. please keep it up Yeah. Um, and then it, it talks a little bit later on down here that uh, it's given a, a peace in all the battles thank you for thanking for God for giving peace in all that time yeah. thankful for all the blessings that we receive we have so many more blessings than we actually deserve. Do you have one more or not? Nope, I'm done. Okay, well I've got the last one here. Thankful for my church, family, and God's never-ending love. I am thankful, and we are thankful for those those areas or those cards. I don't know why I said areas, but anyway, those those ways of expressing uh, how you've been blessed. Crossroads were blessed by you. Uh, you guys coming. And serving in this Crossroads family means so much to Eddie and I and Kurt and Chris and Tracy. Uh, We as a staff and the leadership team, of course, are so grateful for you. And and then, yes, we are grateful for God's grace, His forgiveness through Jesus Christ, the leading by the Holy Spirit, all of it. We are grateful. So, Eddie, thanks for meeting with me again today. Thanks for sharing your words of wisdom on uh, singleness and uh, as you looked into the Word and prayed over that and, and brought that to us. So, All right, buddy. Well, talk to you next time, and I guess this next time it'll be Jeff. Yep. So, all right, we'll see you for now. Bye-bye.